it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the Green Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and a member of the Green Woman Leadership Group. As grad Green Women, we are passionate about growing our own lives and being activists for deep concerns about women's issues and our self-care practices, healthy living, nature healing, environment and climate crisis, social justice and activism, and living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are artists, educators, students, medical professionals, entrepreneurs, coaches, business owners, green mamas, and grandmothers, and we are wrapping our lives and work around making a difference in our world. So today, I really want to talk about something that is really important coming up, and that is midterm elections for 2022. And I guess I'm going to have to be honest with you. I have not really voted in midterm elections, and I didn't know really how important they were. Well, I did a little research, and I'm here to tell you they are very important, especially in today's world. With all the unrest in the U.S. and really all over the world, I feel I need to use my voice to not only vote, but to educate others how important our right to vote is really a matter of life and death in our world today. So what are midterm elections and why are they so important? Well, midterm election day is the public's chance to vote for members of Congress and representatives at the state and local levels. The results of the midterm elections in 2022 will help determine the country's response to some hot issues that are going on in our world today and in the United States. Both Republicans and Democrats seem so energized about voting this fall, says Carlin Bowman, Distinguished Senior Fellow at the America Enterprise Institute in Washington, D.C., She also says elections are always important in a country such as ours, and 2022 will be no exception. Midterm elections, called the midterms, because they occur in the middle of a president's four-year term and are held to elect people to Congress as well as our state and local offices. So here is a brief quick review. Congress comprises two chambers, the House of Representatives, and the Senate. During the midterms, all 435 House seats are up for grabs because representatives serve only two-year terms. Senators, however, serve six-year terms, which means that during each midterm election, a third of the Senate seats, which is 34 this year, are up for a vote. The re-election of senators is staggered by what they call a constitutional design, ensuring no more than one Senate seat from each state is up for a vote at the same time. This gives the Senate a sense of continuity and experience and insulates to a 
degree from, let's say, a wave of passion that might sweep across all races, as stated by Bowman. Depending on our individual states, a handful of other offices may be on your ballot. You might be voting for governor, attorney general, your mayor, your local officials like school boards, city officials, and even county sheriffs. Moreover, states have put forth some ballot initiatives on issues ranging from campaign finance to marijuana, and you can weigh in on those on election day. When are these midterm elections held, you might ask? Well, under federal statute, we vote on Tuesday in November for our elected officials. Midterm elections are generally elections held on the Tuesday after the first Monday in November. This year, they occur on November 8th, 2022. The opening and closing times for different polling locations will vary depending on the state you live in. Some states hold even elections mainly by mail. In the months leading up to November 8th, Some states actually hold primaries to dwindle down the field of candidates from each party, so there is just one person from each party running on election day. What's the history behind midterm elections? Today's midterms differ from America's earlier elections. Believe it or not, election day used to be a jubilant affair filled with alcohol, parades, cakes, and parties. In fact, I even remember my parents, um, they would, they had to wait to have their, you know, little evening cocktail or go out to a restaurant and get it until the doors closed for the elections. So I do remember that. However, these days, most people squeeze in a trip to the polls between work or family obligations, or they go the more convenient route and they vote by mail. But as much as some things change, others stay the same. And throughout history, midterm elections have not voted well in the political party that controls the White House. That pattern dates back to the Civil War and has continued well into modern presidency. Since World War II, the president's political party has lost an average of 26 seats in the House and an average of four seats in the Senate. Because midterm elections are often considered referendum on the president, a serious defeat for the president's party has often ushered in key moments in the nation's political history, such as Newt Gingrich, Contract for America, a platform of Republican Party principles, was a central element in the 1994 midterm elections, and it had devastating impact on Bill Clinton's presidency. A low turnout in the 2010 midterm elections led to Republicans taking power and the birth of modern-day Trumpism. How many people vote in midterm elections? So I told you that I don't always vote midterm elections, which now that I've done this research is now changed. So in recent history, about 60% of the population that is eligible to vote does so in a presidential election, and only 40% do so in a midterm election. 
But there are signs that more people are voting in the midterms, and that can mean higher turnout for midterm elections for this 2022. There was a historic increase in voter turnout during the last midterm elections in 2018, which was up 11 percentage points from 2014. It was the highest midterm election turnout in more than a century. That said, voter turnout is usually lower in the United States than in most democracies. And I find that just so unbelievable. Here we are, and we talk about this country being of great freedom, and yet our voter turnout is lower. Why are these midterm elections so important? We like to think that our vote for president is all it takes to enact a change in our country. But remember, there are three branches of government. The president, part of the executive branch, relies on Congress, and the legislative branch, which includes the House of Representatives and the Senate, to pass legislation and confirm justices to the Supreme Court, the judicial branch. By voting in the midterms, you have a chance to change the party of power. What are midterm elections, if not a chance to cast a vote for lawmakers who support legislation that matters to you? For the 2022 midterm election, you might be worried about voter suppression. We have heard a lot about this this past year. Then you want to vote for officials who oppose policies that restrict voting or make it harder to vote. Do you feel strongly about gun violence in America? I think we have all do, and we've seen enough in it. Vote then to make your voice heard. The midterm elections also determine which political party controls each chamber of Congress, based on who wins more of the individual races. Ultimately, the party that controls the House or the Senate can determine which issues Congress will consider and whether they will work with the White House on legislative agenda. And we know we've seen this in the past. As stated by Slizer, a professor of history and public affairs at Princeton University, midterm elections are always important because they play a big role in shaping the legislative field for the president in the second two years of office. And the worse the outcome, the more constrained his options will become. Today's Democrats control the Senate by the tightest of margins, but the midterms could change that. Of the 34 seats up for grabs, 14 are held by Democrats. Since Republicans hold 50 seats in the Senate, Democrats need to keep their existing 48 seats and win three more to maintain majority. If Democrats don't get enough votes, the results of the Senate races in the midterms may swing control to the Republicans. So there's just a couple key things that we should know about the 2022 midterm elections. One, midterm elections are an opportunity for all Americans to impact the government on the federal, state, and local levels and vote for legislatures who represent the important issues of the day. Two, the economy is always a central concern in any election, and the 2022 midterm elections are no different. 
Front and center are discussions about inflation, jobs, education, the rising cost of living, women's rights to abortions, women's issues, crime and shootings throughout the United States, gun restrictions, high gas prices, immigration, and then we also have a war in Ukraine. And these are all big things that are up to debate this year. Three, this midterm election is also seeing the effects of the 2020 redistricting cycle, a process which happens every 10 years after a new census data is collected. During that process, local and congressional districts were redrawn. Barring successful court challenges, the new districts cannot be changed until 2030. And I know my district has changed. Politicians in power often use redistricting as opportunity to gerrymander or draw political boundaries that give one party an advantage over another. Ultimately, the question looming over the 2022 midterm elections is whether Democrats can maintain control or if Republicans will take control of the House or Senate, blocking Democratic legislation for years to come. So I would love for all of you, and please mark your calendars for November 8th and get ready to exercise your constitutional vote. And if you don't know how to find out about your candidates, I'm going to tell you how easy it was for me. I just went on the computer and searched for my state of Minnesota and asked who are the candidates for the midterm elections and for my district and what is my district. You can find all that on there. Once you are in your state site for voting, There's a place to enter your address and it will let you know what your district is and also where you can vote. Minnesota also had a sample ballot form where you can find out who is running. Then you can click on the name and find a bio about that person and their agenda. Some didn't have much information, so I would just Google their name to see what I could find but I was able to weed out the ones I know I definitely did not want and actually filled out my sample ballot. Minnesota also has a primary voting day on August 9th, which I am going to attend, which just narrows down all the people who are running for the November 8th midterm election vote. I also want to mention that there are many groups of women and people that are raising the awareness of the importance of voting, such as Red Wine in Blue, the great troublemaker turnout. And you can check out your local organizations as well. The information I provided for you today came from articles by Holly Raskin-Kratz and Marilyn Legenuis. Now I would like to leave you with three um, quotes about votes. Yes, there are uh, many quotes about voting. The first one is from Sharon Salzberg. Voting is the expression of our commitment to ourselves and one another, this country and this world. So beautifully said. Plato, one of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. And Roald Dahl states, somewhere inside of all of us, is the power to change the world. And yes, 
all of us do have the power to change the world. So please, please get out on November 8th and do your midterm election voting. As always, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the podcast or tell a friend, download and subscribe. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and others. Until next time, stay informed, be healthy, live green, and become an activist for your own health, the health of your family, and the health of Mother Earth, our true home. Keep it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot, thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got.